What is up, podcast listeners? Neil here for another episode of the Remote Local Podcast. This is more of a tactical episode today. I'm actually going to talk about what you can do in terms of digital marketing to get more business, especially now. What I'm seeing right now in the market, especially with made this, made this franchisees, is that <clears throat> it's becoming a little bit more difficult to get lead flow. I think this is attributed to a couple of things going on. Number one is just macro trends. Macro trends would be about what's going on in the economy. You know, there's a lot of tech layoffs. There's a lot of fear going around. I sometimes I feel like we're talking ourselves into recession as opposed to the actual data. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, less people are online buying, right? I think that's part of the reason why many local service businesses are seeing a decrease in lead flow. The other the other piece is just Google. A lot of us were dependent on Google. Uh, Google local service ads for the long time were performing fantastically, and I think they still are. Um, the difference now is what, what I'm seeing is I think maybe there's a lot of people on there. Plus, the algorithm just changed for what Google is doing. They've done a big SEO update to target AI-powered content, and I believe they also changed things regarding their ads. Because what I'm seeing is across the nation, everyone is experiencing a shortage in LSA ads. Now, what that tells me is number one. Um, I think we still continue what we have been doing with ads. It just won't be a guaranteed, hey, you flip it on and you're going to get a ton of leads anymore. We have to be a little bit scrappier. So what I'm going to talk about in this episode is how you could be scrappier with your marketing to make sure your home service business survives this next year. Again, you can't just depend on Google LSA anymore. There's ways to optimize and game it. And you, know, you can look at all of that online. But I'm going to dive into what I think are some great tactics. And this is what I'm recommending my franchisees do as well. Um, this is what I call community marketing, right? Um, I differentiate online marketing, which is like paid ads, Facebook ads, things like that, with community marketing. And community marketing doesn't have to be boots on the ground. It could be getting involved with online groups, uh, getting involved with things via the phone calls or, or cold emails, just a little bit scrappier tactics, which aren't just waiting for inbound leads to come to you. Cool. So, this is what these are the five things I'm recommending to our franchises right now. Number one, Hyper-targeting local Facebook groups. Uh, I spoke with a uh, cleaning company actually in Australia, and she was crushing it. And get that she never even had a website. Her only way of getting leads was through local Facebook groups. Here's the strategy she used: she'd post in like mommy groups or mom groups or local community groups. And offer a massive discount. Someone signed up for the service. Then she'd go to the person and say, Hey, if you could make a glowing review for me on that group that's super active in the mommy group, I'm going to give you 50 bucks. That person would then leave a glowing review just publicly and tag the person's Facebook profile. And that would just cause a flywheel. Everyone who came in, she'd give them a discount as long as they just write some nice testimony and throw it in that Facebook group. And now she's in multiple groups and she just gets tagged naturally. And of course, the service is great. Um, it's kind of like a mom's helping mom's type of service, but that's the power of local Facebook groups. Now, the thing is to get that flywheel going, it takes effort. You actually have to be in there. And it kind of sucks if you don't like Facebook groups and like interacting with them. I think after a time, you just get used to it and you start interacting more regularly. And that's where a lot of the magic happens. So you can either do a, a promo where you actually throw up like a, a graphic you can make on Canva and put it in there. Um, Whatever you can do just to get your first sales from there and then offer them a massive discount to keep promoting yourself. And hopefully that flywheel is going to start to develop there. Tactic two, I would recommend cold email. Now, cold emails suck, in my opinion, for residential gigs, but they work wonders for B2B. 
right? You can't cold email like a, an entire apartment complex and say, hey, do you want your plumbing done? Hey, do you want your cleaning done? It's just, it's illegal, first of all. You can't even get their email addresses. So um, try to figure out in your niche, who are the B2B players that you can reach out to? And what you're going to do is you're going to do a combination of outbound email as well as phone call. So we actually do this for our franchisees. Uh, when they When they start, we set up a cold outbound email list and we reach out to uh, property managers, brokers, real estate agents, realtors, uh, anyone we think is an Airbnb property management company, um, co-working spaces. We're doing anything which I think would be a fit um, for that given market. For example, in Los Angeles, there's a ton of production companies, like people who have sets and they need to have someone on site to clean. That doesn't exist in every market. But think about your market. What exists in your market which maybe is unique? Add that to a cold email list. Now, what you're going to do is you'll go to Uplead, U-P-L-E-A-D. This is a great way for you to scrape emails uh, because they have a big pool of B2B emails on Uplead. Now, we use a vendor for this because we don't want to do it ourselves. But if you want to do it yourself, I, de- I definitely recommend Uplead for that. Next, you're going to set up a five-step email sequence to market your special promo. Um, for example, let's say you're going after the brokers. You'll say, think about what is their pain point. Maybe they really hate cleaning before um, before a showing. So do like, hey, if you're showing a bunch of units, I could help do cleanings. If you're gonna, if, let's say you're doing cold outbounds to flippers, you could contact them for that. Um, if you're in like in the mobile car washing industry, contact Turo hosts and try to do more B two B for that. Now I'm sure you could find Turo car management services. Contact them and have a pitch for them. So think about what is the uh, pain point of the audience you're targeting. Create an email sequence. I use QuickMail for the drip campaigns, and you can send. You can start sending them. A drip campaign is simply, you know, you put your email templates in a software, like I said, for QuickMail, and you can do, hey, on day one, hi, first name, here's the pitch. Day two, follow up. Day three, follow up. And if they answer, it stops off the sequence. That's what that's what it's called. So you can look up QuickMail or um, just drip campaign software. Next one I would recommend is actually Instagram or Facebook giveaways. So this is pretty simple. I saw a Facebook ad recently running this. It said $500 for free cleaning uh, if you enter this contest. And the play here is you just get emails and hyper-target them. So they get an email that's opt-in to the email and they get automatically entered into a raffle. And you know, let's, let's say you run Facebook ads for this or Instagram giveaways and you collect 500 emails. You'll give away a free $500, whatever, car washing, uh, window washing, home cleaning, whatever you want to give away. And now you have the other 499 people to market to. You, you'll message them and say something like, Hey, um, you know, the winner is this person. And here's a picture of their, their clean home, clean car. Um, thanks so much for entering it. I'm actually going to give you, while you didn't get the $500 free cleaning, I'm going to give you $50 off your next service. So go ahead and book here if you'd like. That's it. Right. So you capture the email address. And a lot of these people, they're in it for the free game. So like, they're not going to be, it's not going to be the best fit. But if you even get two or three people and let's say one of them even terms to a recurring type of service, that pays for the whole thing itself. So that's a kind of a scrappier way of doing it as well. Next on the list, I actually have postcards. Now, postcards aren't super cheap. Um, there's multiple ways to do postcards. One, you can do EDDM. EDDM is actually by the US Post Office, which is funny because like they're typically not the most tech savvy, but it's kind of cool. You could select neighborhoods, tells you all the demographic information of the neighborhood, and you can have the post office literally put your postcards in the mail for the people in that neighborhood. Now, my opinion on postcards is quite varied. Uh, I think for some services, it works well, but 
most people you send that postcard to are not in buy now mode at all. Meaning you have to hit them five to seven times before maybe they're ready to buy from you. So this is a long game in my mind. Uh, based off of that, what I like to do is hyper-target areas as opposed to EDDM. Now, there's different services. Um, there's one called um, OK Marketing. Um, it's a postcard service. I'm blanking on their actual name. I know OK is like an acronym. Anyways, you can hyper-target uh, people who've just moved into their homes or new constructions. Um, I also like the concept of hyper-targeting um, around the neighbors of places you've actually cleaned already. I say cleaned, like whatever service you have. Let's say you're doing uh, a plumbing service. I'm just going to throw that out as an example for another home service. If you're doing a plumbing service, um, let's say you go to someone's house and it's an apartment building, you leave postcards for five doors around that person and say, Hey, uh, I just did a service at your customer's home. I'll be back in a couple of weeks as well um, because I'm coming back. It's going to be cheaper since I don't have to drive out there. Just give me a call. And if you need anything done for you, I can, we can just do it at the time. That way it's a discounted rate. This works for any type of service. They think, oh, I'm getting a sweet deal because this person's coming back anyways. You know the neighbors around that person you just serviced are probably the same demographic as well. I mean, that's probably your target market as well. So the question is, how do you get in front of them the most? And a lot of that's not going to be digital. You actually have to leave postcards there. There's different services which can do this for you. Not very cheap. Look up Dope Marketing. Look up Send Gym. They can kind of automate these for you. Honestly, the best ROI is going to be if you're literally knocking on the doors. Um, of course, that's not always possible. But you know, if you have technicians who are able to do that, that's great. But that's typically going to be the best ROI. If not, look into a postcard strategy to hyper-target the neighbors. Uh, lastly, I'd recommend what I call apartment complex infiltration. I actually just walked this through one of our franchisees in Myrtle Beach. Uh, his name's Dan. And we were talking about how we can infiltrate some apartment complexes. Now, here's the thing. If you look at apartment complexes, most of them have like a ton of units in that same apartment complex. And if you find ones which have the correct demographic you're going for, if you could be buddies with the apartment manager, you could be the go-to vendor for whatever you have for that place, which means like zero amount spent on marketing. And you have all of those people who are going to call you first because you're the most convenient for them because you're already in the area, which is awesome. It takes a little bit of time to infiltrate any apartment complex. So here's some ideas of what you can do. You're going to contact the manager, probably even show up. And here's some ideas. You could offer to sponsor an event. Say, hey, I'm going to bring food for everyone. You know, I'll print flyers for you for just like a community meetup. And uh, over there, it'll be a free event for the residents. I'll and you can hand out business cards or whatever over there and let them know that you're you you are taking care of the building. They ever need whatever service you're pitching. Many apartment complexes actually have a preferred vendor list, so you could actually combine this with the data you're getting from your cold email outbound. Uh, process. You could call them and ask them, can I get on your preferred vendor list? Or you can show up and say, how do I get on your preferred vendor list? They'll talk to you. You can hopefully build a relationship with the person. And that way, if they, if any tenants ever go to that property manager and say, hey, I need a cleaning service, I need something, they'll just give your card out. Next would be uh, pretty much five rounds, like I discussed in the previous uh, a bit earlier, which is saying, hey, we just cleaned a neighbor's place, call us here, and just hyper targeting one um, apartment complex, which you know has good tenants in there. And look, honestly, whether you've actually cleaned the neighbor's place or not is irrelevant. That's just comforting for them to know, oh, they cleaned a neighbor's place, they'll be back on Tuesday, and I'm going to get a promo. That's awesome. They call them. Lastly, if you if any apartment complex allows this, kind of like a yard sign, you could buy yard signs at Dope Marketing. Um, yard signs are great just for brand awareness. It costs like 5 bucks to make yard sign. You stick it in the grass. 
Um, the reality is that people constantly see your brand. They see you that you sponsor the event. You're on the preferred vendor list. You have postcards in the apartment complex. And there's a yard sign out front. They're for sure going to remember you and they're going to call you when they need. So this is going to take a little bit of time to cultivate, but it can have massive, massive effects when you actually combine them all. So in short, uh, don't just rely on Google LSA. Don't just rely on Google ads, especially this year. I see you getting way more competitive. You got to get scrappier and go towards community marketing. So I hope this helped and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks again for listening, guys. There are two ways I could help you out. Number one is with Made This Franchise. If you want to get into business but don't want to go at it alone, we have you covered with everything from A to Z. Check out madethisfranchise.com to start your own remote local business. The next is with the Remote Local Blueprint, which is a course I launched to teach you the foundations of starting your own remote local business in any niche. It's do-it-yourself at your own pace, and you can check that out at blueprint.beremotelocal.com.